0: I read through your thing. Mm-hmm. I never said that I didn't want to be a mom.
1: I don't think you wanted to be a mom that early.
0: Um, You say that. However, mother was pregnant at 16 and had Brendan at 17. So I'm better than mom because I didn't get pregnant at 16. I see. But um, I also was very much into watching Teen Mom and those shows. So I went, I wasn't on this show. And then I went, "How oh, it's better than mom. And then I got pregnant
1: at 18. So. <laughs> <laughs> what you just listened to was my sister and I's first reaction going over my podcast proposal together. Hi, my name is Ace Alcantara, and I'm a third year strategic Communications and Political Science major here at the University of Denver. And you are listening to Rocky Mountain Reverb. This is a podcast meant to amplify the voices from DU and the Colorado community. And this episode is going to focus on my sister and her struggle with finding her way through motherhood. My sister remembers looking at her pregnancy test and just kind of thinking, you're supposed to say no. Becoming pregnant a week before starting college wasn't exactly on her to-do list, and telling mom and dad was probably more terrifying than the positive test itself.
0: She took it well, and she was like, ah, no. it's just telling my friend that I'm too young to be a grandma. And then I told her not to tell dad because in eighth grade... There was a project that we had to do that was like, let's pretend that you're eighteen, you found out you have a baby, your parents like give you five hundred dollars. What are you gonna do? You have to find a job, a car. Uh dad told me that he would make me have an abortion before that happened. Um he didn't speak to me for about three or four months.
1: I remember personally thinking about how excited I was for this new baby to arrive. I mean, I was 10, so who's going to convince a 10-year-old that having a baby at 19 is considered to be weird? But looking back on it now with a little more context, it makes sense why Melissa's labor might have been a little rough.
0: I remember us trying to push. They had lowered my epidural because I wasn't feeling my contractions enough, so I was basically crying in pain. And you can only have your epidural give you medicine every 15 minutes, so I was literally watching the clock. And then Jason got stuck. And they told me that they could do stuff to get him out, however, it would probably mess up his head, so they recommended c section and I could feel all the pressure of they were doing while pulling him out. so I was literally like flying in the clouds and the clouds were changing colors at the time that I felt pressure.
1: If the labor wasn't hard enough, the transition to being back home was even rougher
0: so a month before Jason was born um our sister passed away Sherilyn
1: Alcantara Mono, 16, left her body and this world unexpectedly on Sunday, March 22, 2015. We switched from having baby showers to planning funerals and then one month after we welcomed new life into the world because life doesn't stop for any reason. On April 24, 2015, Jason Mono took his first breath in the world and lives continued to change.
0: That was hard to deal with. I know that I would lay in bed very often. Either sleep the day away or I would just be crying. And I know that the issues were that it was just hard. It was hard with her having passed and her not ever getting to meet Jason. There were times whenever I'd at Jason and just cry because I would just remember the fact that Owen could not meet him. There were times whenever Damien would come home and find me crying in bed, yell at Jason for making me cry, even though, like, he wasn't, like, making me cry. So it's like yelling at our baby doesn't help the situation either. And he would also just yell at me for laying in bed all day and not doing anything. So I would literally set alarms for, like, 5.45, so that I could wake up and be active by the time he got home at like 6.15. Shit was hard. Not many people
1: have to grieve the loss of a teen sibling while trying to raise their own kid, and it took time for everyone to start to heal. Melissa needed another five years to complete her bachelor's and transform into the best mom ever, and we all grieved and sought to live out life in memory and honor of Sherilyn. And now in 2022, Melissa is in a much better space than she was in 2015.
0: I went from a college dropout teen mom to finding a love for art at the daycare that I worked at. I swapped to a communication degree and focused in advertising. I was able to get an internship with Visit Pensacola. I was able to get a job in graphic design. Jason is also doing
1: really well. He is now 7 years old and in the second grade, playing soccer and reading Miss Daisy is Crazy. He loves Pokemon and is closer than ever to his mother and my family, and is very excited for my return for winter break. This episode was produced by me, Ace Alcantara. Thank you to my sister Melissa for being brave enough to sit here with me and talk about this topic. Thank you to our managing editor, Carlos Jimenez, and I'd also like to thank the University of Denver's Media, Film, and Journalism Studies Department for allowing me the space to showcase this story. What's something that you would tell yourself six years ago that you wish someone had told you?
0: Uh, don't be dumb. <laughs> Make smart decisions. Uh, it gets easier.